Hello gorgeous, welcome back to another episode of the Anita Aman Show and welcome to the last episode of the love series I have been doing the entire month of February. If this is your first time jumping in the series, I highly recommend you go back and listen to the last four episodes so you can get the full benefit of this episode and the entire series that I have done this month and make sure that you're listening to those episodes in order so you can melt away those love blocks from the inside out and you don't mix up your energy. And don't worry if you're listening to these episodes outside of February, you're still getting the full benefit of creating the love lifestyle because the love lifestyle is intended to keep love active in our life and romantic all year round, not just for some commercialized holiday a few times a year. I wanted to make this last episode of the love series short and sweet because I want you to continue to water the seeds of love that have been planted over the last few weeks. If there's anything I want you to do this week or focus on, it's continue to make room for love in your life. Make room for loving yourself, make room for loving your life, make room for loving others. Make room for living a lifestyle that is led by love rather than discord, chaos, fear, and insecurities. It's easy for us to get distracted and lose sight of some of the most important things that will make our life full. We get distracted by our jobs, our bills, our trauma, our pain, our dysfunctional relationships that are active in our life. But if we looked up from all of the distractions... What if we decided that things that keep us away from love are no longer welcome in our life? How different would our life be? How different would our behaviors, our emotions, and our overall experience would be? This doesn't mean you should or have to quit your job and sell everything to live in a hut like a monk just to have from freedom or love in your life. It just means that rather than being a slave to the things that distract you, you're going to take control of them. You'll take control by letting your job support your lifestyle rather than making it your entire life. This looks like creating more time outside of work for the things that you love, having a hobby, exploring, traveling, taking your time off. It means minimizing bills that don't really empower the life that you truly want to live. This looks like being honest about what you really want, what's important to you, what is a huge priority for you, and getting rid of the rest of the shit that takes up way too much fucking space. Making space for love looks like getting rid of the relationships that manipulate love. And a lot of people are in these relationships just take and take and take, manipulating you to be there and to be small. That's not okay. It's getting rid of relationships that take but do not give, that disempower rather than empower. And making space for love looks like healing the trauma that took love from you. Instead of letting the stories of trauma rule your life, you change the story. Instead of saying, this is just how I am because this happened to me, you'll start saying, I get to decide who I want to be and I want to be free. And this is huge and something I briefly want to expand on. I see a lot of people on social media identifying with their limitations and in ways normalizing it. There's nothing wrong with mental health awareness and trauma awareness. I think everyone should be trauma-informed. 
But if you are settling for that identity, you are setting yourself up for a life of misery and suffering. Just because something happened to you doesn't mean that you have to identify with it. Doesn't mean that it has to be active in your life forever. Doing the trauma work and being trauma-informed means that you are giving yourself permission to be set free from those chains of pain and suffering. So don't feel like it has to be a forever thing because it doesn't. Now, I can't get too deep into how to heal your trauma in this episode as it's such a complex topic and it depends on what area in your life you have trauma in. But I do recommend taking a small first step to gaining your power back from your trauma by sitting down in a peaceful place and making a list of the stories that repeat in your mind that you automatically know you don't want to keep anymore. And only focus on the thoughts and the stories that you are ready to change. Don't force anything. Just allow things to organically come up. And if it's only one thing, fine. Focus on that because that will be a huge change for you. And I don't want you to force anything because it's such an intentional process and it's so powerful that when we try to do so many things at once or heal so many things at once, it's overwhelming. And when you're setting yourself up to do this list, I want you to make sure that you are in a peaceful place. So whether that be outside by a river, a tree, or inside your room with a cozy blanket, just give yourself some comfort and nurturing as you explore these old stories because it might be triggering. But just remind yourself that these are things that you are letting go of and you don't have to keep active in your mind, body, and soul. And once you have that list of stories that you are ready to change, I want you to then write the people that take too much from you, the habits that take too much from you, and everything that distracts you from love. Once you have this list written out of all the things that are distracting you, I want you to look over it, and then I want you to burn the paper. There's no reason for you to keep focusing on it anymore. Like, none at all. You don't have to keep entertaining it. So when you're burning the paper and you're watching it burn, it's such a active uh, behavior that we can trigger different neurons in our brain. So when you're burning the paper and you're watching it and the flames are activating your pineal gland, I want you to start declaring that you are ready and able to release these things from your mind, body, and soul because you are ready to prioritize love. And it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. You can believe and trust that you are releasing these things from your vortex. And it's not going to wash away all of the problems and sins right away, but it will be that small step of movement to making room for love to be your new energetic set point. I want you to remember it's not enough to listen to something and think your life will change. So you're not going to listen to these episodes and be like, oh, my life is now change, you have to take what you are learning and implement it. You have to show up. You have to practice. You have to experiment. And you have to be willing to make mistakes and learn because it's not always going to be easy and perfect. If you aren't willing to show up, your life will stay the same. You'll read all the books, take all the programs, listen to all the podcasts, and still be stuck in your life. You have to find that balance between learning and doing. So as we end the month of February and we end this love series, I want to remind you just because the month is coming to an end doesn't mean that it has to be the end of learning love and living the love lifestyle. 
It should be the beginning of a revolutionized life that empowers you to have harmony in every area of your life, to see the bigger picture of life and to experience its energy. It should transform the way you show up for your schedule and your routines, the people around you and the life you live, prioritizing love and living from your heart. You should let love be your new energetic set point and not compromising on that. Showing up for your life every day asking, how can I live from a place of love for myself, my lifestyle, and my people? It's time for you to continue opening your heart up to yourself, others, and the pleasures of life because you truly deserve it. Practicing love and the power it gives us and the other people around us. Life should be led with so much intention that we have no option but to allow love to be our second nature. I mean, what else are we going to do? Go back to being closed off in mind, body, and soul? Absolutely fucking not. So this week, continue to grace yourself with love. Continue to be creative with your love and practice living the love lifestyle so that no matter what month it is, no matter what season, what cycle, what experience you're having, love is nothing but a habit that you have filled your life with. And if you want to continue to dive deeper, with love. Don't forget to sign up for the love lifestyle that I turned into a 14-day love challenge to help you awaken love in mind, body, and soul. Remember that this challenge is very simple and it's not going to take much of your time from your life. Each day for 14 days, you get a three to five minute audio recording of what to focus on for that day and a challenge and how to implement and activate more love in your life. And at the end of the 14 days, you get a love meditation. You get the Love Lifestyle ebook with all of the audio recordings typed out, affirmations and lifestyle tips to keep love alive all year round. You can sign up for that on my website, anitaamon.com. That is spelled out A N I T A A M O N. Or head to my Instagram, Anita Amon, and grab the link in my bios to sign up. Thank you for joining me on this five-week love series, but don't forget to check back in next week for new episodes and new insights to help transform your life. Continue to practice love, continue to show up for yourself, for other people, prioritize the things that are really adding value to you in the grand scheme of life. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for love to be our new state of being, our new energetic set point. Come back next week and I will see you then.